that that has been a part of everything going on. There are certain issues that just shouldn't be divisive. I, I don't think the Second Amendment should be a divisive issue. I mean, I, I, I just don't. I mean, there's a reason why we're putting this back. There's a reason why we have the right to certain things that I don't think you, you need to particularly argue about as it relates to that. Anyway, it, it, it is it, it is divisive and it is debatable. The whole Second Amendment, you know, and that's, that's what it's been from probably the beginning of time. It's always been that way. <laughs> that's true. Uh, let's know. talk about this on the yeah. show because we're gonna. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be. I like this. Okay. Um. Hey, 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 leadheads! We are back with another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. You've tuned in. We're here. We're going to provide lots of uh, information, education. We like to call it education here on the Talking Lead Podcast. If you didn't get a chance, make sure you go back to last episode where we did a lot of educating with Miss Karen Butler with Shoot Like a Girl. It's a great organization that is set up to empower women through shooting sports. And uh, she talks about all the, the cool things that they're doing with their new big semi-mobile uh, shooting trailer that they have. They've got an actual virtual uh, shooting range on this big semi that they travel all over the United States in, uh, coming to a town near you. So make sure you go to Shoot Like a Girl's website, check out their schedule. We're trying to get her to come to the Nashville area. Uh, they don't have any any stops planned so far, but we might be able to, to swear into swinging into Nashville if any of you Nashvillian leadheads are interested Shoot me an email, talkingletgmail.com, and we'll try to make that happen. Or if you're nearby in Kentucky or whatever and you want to come to Nashville, it's always a great place to come. Right, Alan? Absolutely. <laughs> the city is the best place in America. There you go. It is. It's a great place. Um, especially better than New York, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Every time I see the snow. <laughs> you don't see it much here, right? That's right. We saw it the other day. You had a little bit of a sprinkling. Yeah. It wasn't just enough to uh, say you saw it, which is which is great. That's all we get around. It's like okay, there's our snow for the day, for the, for the whole year. Uh, but you're hearing my guest, and I'll go into who that is. I'll introduce him here in just just a little bit. Uh, but before we do that, we want to thank the sponsors of the Talking Lead Podcast, Mission First Tactical. Check them out, missionfirsttactical.com. Use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 25% off any of your purchases there. And, of course, they are the official carriers of the of the Talking Lead dump trays and tactical wallets that uh, you've seen me sport on uh, the Instagrams and the Facebook. I've made some posts on there. Uh, you can get our custom uh, or our original logo on those. Uh, they come in – it's a black color dump tray, but – if you want to get one with your own custom design on there, they can do that too. Just get in touch with them there, and they can put your own design on those dump trays and those those tactical wallets. Uh, but if you want to get the official Leadhead Brigade and the uh, Talking Lead logoed, go there, missionfirsttactical.com. And, of course, they came out with their new 308 magazines, which is awesome. We've been waiting for that for a long time. Uh, their new 308 uh, AR-10-based magazines, go there. Check them out, uh, and you've seen me post my 30-round AR-15 mags. We've got the Leadhead Brigade logo on those. Uh, they're not selling those on the website there, but if you're interested 
in obtaining one of those talking lead, leadhead brigade, 30 round AR magazines, give me a shout at talkingleadgmail.com and we'll see if we can't hook you up with uh, some of those. Caltech weapons. I was trying to get Caltech Chad on here with us, Alan. Um, I've seen some of his social media posts lately and it looks like he needed to vent. So <laughs> I was trying to get, get Chad to join us, but uh, it was short notice for him, so he couldn't make it. But I'm sure we'll hear from Chad soon. Uh, we had him on a few episodes back talking about their new P90, their 50-round uh, pistol that they've got out. Um, go check them out at keltechweapons.com. So that is their new pistol that is chambered in the 5.7 round. Very, It uses the uh, P90 magazines, so there's no proprietary magazines. Uh, if you've got a P90, you've got those magazines, uh, or you want to order those magazines, I think it comes with two standard 50 rounds in a pistol, so that's pretty cool. Check them out, keltechweapons.com. And they're also celebrating their 30 years, so help them celebrate 30 years of innovation in the firearms industry. And let's give a huge Leadhead Brigade welcome to our newest sponsors, Nemo Arms. New Evolution Military Ordnance. If you Leadheads aren't familiar with Nemo Arms, go check them out at their website, nemoarms.com, and you will be thoroughly impressed, I promise. These guys are making shotguns, rifles, suppressors, and pistols. And these are of the highest quality. Nemo Arms was actually the first company to put the 300 Win Mag into production using the AR platform. So as you might imagine, they do have the 300 Win Mag available. They've got 6.5 Creedmoor. They have a 260 Remington available in the AR platform. And then, of course, they've got your 5.56223 and 300 Blackout available also. And they do pistols, rifles. And their shotguns, oh my gosh, they are heirloom quality shotguns. So go check them out at NemoArms.com. And then, of course, follow them on Instagram at Nemo underscore arms. Roll out the red carpet for them, Leadhead Brigade. Show them the love. Let them know how much you appreciate them jumping on board. Because uh, as you know, our sponsors take care of the Leadhead Brigade. So the more love you show them, the more they're going to want to roll out those discount codes, giveaways, specials, just for you listeners, you leadheads. I want you to go to their Instagram page now and just flood them with the Leadhead Brigade Welcoming Committee. So, you heard you heard a voice in the background there. His name is Alan Young, and Alan and I are going to be talking about home security, home fort- fortification today. We've done some episodes in the past. We've talked about personal responsibility uh, with Brian at Occam Defense and Jay with the, the League of Pirates. Uh, and what um, Alan is offering is something that we haven't really touched on as far as some things that you can do for the home fortification uh, in being prepared for home invasions or whatever may occur. <laughs> so we're, we're going to talk about that. And Alan is with Armor Concepts and... Um, I mean, luckily enough, they're right here in Nashville. They're a Nashville-based company. So, uh, Alan, welcome into the show. Glad to have you. Really appreciate you having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. So, uh, we hooked up through uh, 
kind of a mutual friend, Monica over at Blue August, which we've had several of their clients on. They're a, a marketing company that uh, they have a lot of uh, firearms company and firearms related companies that uh, that they represent. And uh, luckily enough, she hooked us up and she's like, hey, you're in Nashville. He's in Nashville. What a match. <laughs> We should have done this in person, but we're doing it through Skype. Uh, we should have met at Royal Range and done this. Have you been to Royal Range? I have not. So it's over in, in the Bellevue area. And uh, what they oh, did. Uh, Scott, I actually know the owner of Royal Range. Okay. All right. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about, what, where you're talking about. And what you're yeah. Talking so about. it's an amazing <laughs> range. Yeah. They took that movie yeah. theater and they converted it. Yeah. So he's a uh, guy I'm actually on a. On, on a board with him and uh talked to him quite a bit but i've never been to the range. oh my <laughs> you gotta get to the <laughs> range man so here's here's an opportunity for you alan so we've yeah. got we've got an ak rifle class coming up that talking lead is hosting with 212 training group and it's uh-huh. at the it's at the end of the month february 20th and 21st okay. we're doing it at royal range so you should come out and hang out with us I would love that. You've got you've got an op- open invitation to come out and uh, and hang out with us. We're gonna. I appreciate that. We're gonna. Yeah. We got about twenty or so leadheads that have signed up for that course. We've still got a few slots open. So as you're listening to this, you better hurry. Go to two twelve training groups website and uh, go under their uh, their their training schedule. And that's where you can sign up. Uh, but we've got a couple of spots left. We're giving out T-shirts, uh, those dump trays that I was talking about from Mission First Tactical. We're going to have some of those that we're going to be giving our students. Uh, and then we're going to have uh, some fun little shooting competitions and give away some prizes and, and things like that. But Brian with Occam Defense Solutions also is going to be there. And this was just added to the course. He's going to be doing an armorer's portion of that too, an AK armorer's little, little class that he's going to throw in. Uh, with that. So you're going to get that in addition to the two days of training that 212 uh, training group is going to offer there, Jared, at uh, 212. So you're getting a lot for your money for this course, a lot more than any other training course you've ever been to. Plus, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better than that. And there's there's right. there's purportedly a couple of other local personalities that may or may not be there. I can't say who it is because I don't. If they don't show up, I don't want to disappoint anybody. But Alan may come now. So, and Alan, in his own right, is uh, is pretty famous in our area. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to find out more about Alan. But just real quick, tell him a little bit a little bit about Armor Concepts, who you are, and and what you guys do. Yeah, Armor Concepts is. Uh somewhat of a unique company in that we focus on uh, keeping people out of a home or, or a structure. Um, we, we manufacture, we distribute uh, entry point security devices that are designed to go on an existing door, um, to go on existing, you know, just entry points, windows, and stop someone from physically coming in rather than telling you that they're already in, which is what, uh, a lot of the things that are out there calling themselves security actually do. Right. Very good. So that yeah. little taste of what's to come, Leadheads. But first, you know what I hear, Alan? I hear that jack wagon train rolling in. So, Gunny, hey. bring that train in. Who rides Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week. So brace yourself, baby. 
All right, so the train has stationed. And I don't think we got a lot of jack wagons to, to take care of, even though we probably should. Um, but true to form, I'll, I'll defer to our guests first. Alan, do you have any jack wagons that, that you'd like to throw on the train? You know what? I, I, I do. I, I was going to wait until, uh, until after you went. But, um, you know, the jack wagon that I, that I do have is kind of related to what we'll be talking about today. And, and it's, it's uh, marketing firms that did the commercials for home alarm systems. Um, throughout the year, interesting. You know, you got someone kicking in a door and running away. You got people, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, you know, having their alarms going off and feeling comforted that someone's in their house. You've got, uh, you know, all these things telling you that you're safe when all it's really doing is making noise. If you've ever woken in, up in the middle of the night having your alarm go off, there's nothing that will make you feel less comforted yeah so that is my jack wagon it's all the people that they have uh, misled uh by telling them they're safe because there's a noise very good i like that one we haven't had that one before that's a good jack wagon <laughs> so this isn't really a jack wagon per se but this is kind of something I, and i was talking to alan about it uh something that i think i want to start doing um, each episode and it's, it's to go to these different search engines or, or news sources and just read what their top headlines are on each one. Uh, and the reason I did this was I changed search engines recently. I went from Google to DuckDuckGo. I don't know if you're familiar mm -hmm. with, with that or not. Uh, but it seemed to filter out a lot of the, uh, Google, imposed you know information that they want you to see um but everybody's got their own agenda i guess and i'm sure duck duck go shows you what they want you to see too but um so anyway this is what i did so i went to duck duck go first and and i wish i had done this about a year ago because i, I want to see the the different trends into what news is actually what they call news i guess newsworthy uh, so DuckDuckGo starts off, and I just do I just did news search DuckDuckGo, and then it brings up a bunch of different sources. So ABC is at the top, an uphill battle to convict cop who shot Andre Hill. The next one is a North Carolina man wanted on child sex crime charges was killed. And that was the Washington Times. And then they bring up USA Today, Mass... Mas Maskless man denied service at restaurant, returns to steal food at gunpoint, <laughs> employee says. <laughs> There's you a jack wagon right there. I mean, I got to just go through these headlines and, and pick out jack wagons. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan, which that's back in your day, right? It is. Alan, I'll say, I, I'll say our day. It's <laughs> back in our day. Uh, it says Wu-Tang Clan or Wu-Han. T-shirts bring the ruckus to strain China-Canada ties. <laughs> okay. Oh, AP, wow. okay. AP fact check. House GOP chief unfamiliar with QAnon, which, you know, I can't argue that point. I, I really don't know what QAnon is myself. You know, I've just, yeah. I've just recently been hearing a lot more about QAnon. 
the next headline, Denver Post, 95-year-old accused of killing Lafayette, or Lafayette, however you want to say it, assisted living facility employee to make first court appearance Friday. So a 95-year-old man shot and killed an assisted living employee. There's probably more behind that. Because I've heard about some of those assisted living places can be pretty brutal. So I don't know. Maybe that's one we might want to check into a little bit later. But as I go down through here, I mean, these are kind of the things that, that they're talking about. A deeper look at Edward Mitchell Bannister, the black painter who changed Providence. So there's kind of a positive, uplifting news story right there. Since we are February, this is Black History Month. So that's kind of positive, uplifting. Uh, first positive, uplifting thing I've seen, <laughs> I want to point out. Yeah, they get uh, harder and harder to find. Yeah, and then Idaho National Guard, all three killed in crash, had children. U.S. Mar- Marshal's deputy shot. Uh, so these are the things I'm reading on uh, DuckDuckGo. Motorcyclist dead after motorcycle truck crash on Mission Boulevard. So I go over to Google, and I search Google. And Google's got a thing where you can customize it for yourself and just get the news you want to see. So, I mean, that's kind of good about it, I guess. But then if you just do a generic search, uh, then all I'm seeing is political stuff. Profoundly concerned. Pelosi rebucks GOP leaders ahead of vote to remove Green from committees. Um, Marjorie Taylor Green, you know, she's in the news now where she supposedly was an Anon or a QAnon member. Um, but I, she gave a speech and I listened to it the other day and it was a really good, or I listened to it earlier today and I thought it was really good what she had to say. Whether she meant it or not, I mean, who knows? <laughs> These politicians, but. Uh, The House impeachment Uh, managers request former President Donald Trump testify at trial. Uh, Biden made Marjorie Taylor Greene and Trump impeachment. Live updates. Voting technology companies Smartmatic files $2.7 billion lawsuit against Fox News. (laughs) Biden, GOP, uh, third stimulus checks. You know, it just, it's all political stuff. That's all I'm seeing on the Google News headlines. Uh, and of course, the very top is COVID 19. They're not going to let us forget about COVID 19. Uh, they're talking right. about new strands. You see that, that in the headlines now, oh. these new strands yeah. of, of COVID. They want to keep the fear alive, baby. Don't let it die just because we got a new, a new president. Then you go to Fox. <laughs> and then, of course, Fox is just, it's all political. Their their main headlines. Trump's legal team says former president will not testify at Senate impeachment trial. Biden in support against Iran backed rebels in Yemen. New GOP rep recants conspiracies. Uh, Dems urge Biden to cancel up to fifty thousand in student loan debt. Read the letter. Trump responds to Screen Actors Guild uh, after threat. I've read somewhere where they're trying to take. Trump out of Home Alone or something. He was in one of those, those movies. Oh wow, yeah. He had a right. he had a scene in one of those, and they're yeah they're actually going to or there was talk of cutting his scene out of that. That's crazy, <laughs> right? That's crazy. What is that going to do for anything or any? I, I just don't get it. I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense. Whether you agree with 
him or what he If you erase history, it didn't happen, right? That's just unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> of course, history history is told by the victors. You know, you ever heard That's that? True. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it, it goes on and on and on and on. Politics, politics, politics. And, of course, they've got other things where you can go to, like, entertainment, media, opinion. They've got other – but these are, like, their main headlines. And that's what I want to mm-hmm. – this is what they're forcing you to see first. You know, trouble, toil, and turmoil. You know what? I, I tell people all the time, if you look at one news source all the time, there's no doubt in my mind that you will hate somebody on the other side. There, there, there's just no way not to. And until you look at, at, at multiple sources, you just don't understand the you have real to. story. Right. You have to. And, you know, that's kind of my point is – and I, we've talked about this on the show many times. Is you know you have to critically think for yourself. Don't just yeah. take anybody's word for it. Uh, sure. But that's what you got to do with the news. Everybody's got their own twist, their own spin, and you've got to find that gray line to where because they're all telling lies and they're all telling partial truths. Partial lies, partial truths. You just you just got to find that fine line of you know where your tolerance is and what you actually believe because you right. never get the real truth. Except here on Talking Lead. That's right. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But then CNN's the same thing. You know, it's it's the Trump impeachment. All the liberals are the the Trump impeachment, Trump impeachment, Trump impeachment. What I want is from you leadheads, shoot me an email, talkingleadgmail.com, and an alternate news source outside of CNN, Fox, ABC, Google, that you go and you feel is, is... uh, pretty non-biased. So shoot me an email, and I want I want to uh, I want to look into those sources. Uh, I know Brian and Jay have given us some some excellent sources in the past. So go back to those episodes. So yeah, that may be something that I start doing every episode. I don't know. You guys, let me know. Send me some feedback. Um, just just because I want to see the trends over the years. So as as we get into this new year, the news headlines are going to start to change. But out of all those that I read just then, the only one that really had anything positive was the the Duck Duck Go. I mean, they had like one positive uh, headline. So, <laughs> yeah. do yeah. you do you remember when? And you're and we're going to get into this, but you're originally from New York. Um, yes, but you've been in Nashville area for a while. Yeah. Um, when we'd sit down, you know, we'd watch Channel 5, Channel 4, Channel 2 News. You know, it wasn't all, I don't remember it all being just doom and gloom. I remember I remember more positive, you know, type news reporting. Um, definitely less biased <laughs> news reporting. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I agree. When I moved down here, the first time I came down here, um, one of the things I used to tell people when I went back home, uh, I'm, I'm from Woodstock, New York, so it's not a big, big city. But going to supermarkets and, and having people actually talk to you was was something that was completely foreign to me. You know, coming from where I was from, and the news was completely different. Um, everything felt way more personal here than uh, than I was used to, and. Uh, yeah, the th- things were positive. I mean, that, that's what drew me to come back. It felt like home when I was here. 
going to school and, and it still feels like home now. I mean, it's, the world's changing, obviously, but it's still a lot better than a lot of places. Well, I think, you know, the world is always changing. Yeah. Um, change is good, though. Let's get on and let's talk about some heroes. Let's let's get rid of these jack wagons. And if you have any jack wagons, you got any lead head brigade heroes, send those to me, talking at gmail.com. We'll read them on the air. Give you credit for it. Uh, you may have sent some. I may just be overlooking them. I get a lot of emails. So you got to put in the title what it is so it's easier for me to find. Uh, but if I missed one, I'll go back and, and read it because, Alan, it's never too late to call out a jack wagon or honor a hero. <laughs> We, we can do that here. So what, what about you? You got a hero? You know what? My hero today, I, I have a couple of heroes. But nice. uh, the, the hero I'm going to talk about today is is Habitat for Humanity. It's an organization. Yeah. So uh, Habitat is an organization that I'm involved with uh, pretty, pretty extensively. And the things that they do to encourage people to that wouldn't otherwise be able to do to have a home and to uh, get out of um, get get out of apartments and and you know just understand what it means to own your own house is uh, is pretty incredible and uh, so it's a great ministry it's a great organization and uh, they from, are my hero for the day. yeah and that's a great organization and uh, they're a they're a nationwide organization right Habitat for Humanity they're nationwide yeah. they have a big uh, big presence here in, in middle Tennessee. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think they're, they, they, they do a great job of, yeah. with, with the things. That they do. I've, I've unloaded many a truckloads of <laughs> things at, That's right. at Habitat yeah. for Humanity. So, um, yeah. probably about a year ago or so I went through the house and I changed out all the old, uh, doorknobs. You know, I had those mm-hmm. old, those brassy ones. I still have a few. Yeah. Those are still, but I hadn't changed those out, but I got the majority of them, <laughs> but I took those old doorknobs yeah. and took them to Habitat uh, for Humanity and donated them there. Yeah, somebody somebody will, will find use for. No, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is a good good organization. Very good. I know that they've built several homes here in uh, in Murfreesboro too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure probably even more in the the Nashville area. Yeah, so they're they're pretty big across Middle Tennessee. I know we uh they they, they build. Yeah, probably fifty houses a year, um, and and give people that wouldn't ordinarily have the opportunity to uh, to be homeowners. Right. Um, they make them homeowners, and and it's getting harder and harder in Nashville to uh, to do that. Yeah, property property value and taxes are getting crazy. Yeah, that's right. All right, so I mentioned her earlier when I was talking about. Um, the jack wagons and that Marjorie Taylor green, she gave that speech that she gave, I guess it was today. Um, just listening to that and her delivery of that. I mean, she said, she seemed very sincere about it. And I mean, I may play it, um, for you guys to hear, but if you haven't heard it, go back, listen to it. She's a Republican or she's a representative. She's a Republican from Georgia. Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, said she regret regretted her past statements on QAnon conspiracy theories, and they do not represent her beliefs today. In a floor speech before the House, 
uh, was to take a vote to strip her from committee assignments. So here's that cancel culture. Uh, if you, you know, if you believe this or you say this, then you know we're going to get rid of you. That mentality where people, you know, can't say, you know, freedom of speech is gone in in our in our country. It's we're slowly and it's more gradual now losing the the freedom of speech. And you know, May, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a perfect example. You know, they're making an example out of her. Is like she used to do this. She used to believe this, but she's saying, "Look, I don't. You know, that's not me now. You know, who who hasn't had a past? And right. and you know, they're like, you know, that was stupid. You know, I was young. I was stupid. I believed this for whatever reason. But I've matured. I've educated myself. You know, I, I see the light now, and this is what I believe now. I think people are entitled to change their minds and their beliefs. Isn't that why we have debates? Isn't that why people, you know, once they get the truths and they hear both sides, they're like, maybe they won't sway or change their opinions, but a lot of times they will. Mm -hmm. So you can't hold them. I think people are entitled to change their opinions and their beliefs uh, as they mature, as they grow, and not, you know, have to suffer the the beratement or the, the consequences that, that Marjorie looks like she's having to go through here. But um, she says, these words of the past and the th- uh, these things do not represent me, Green said in her first House floor speech uh, of Contrition Tuesday. They do not represent my district, and they do not represent my values. So I think it was great. I, th- I think she made a great point, too. And if they go through and they still... Uh, strip her of her committee assignments and you know, continue to belittle and berate her uh, over that, uh, you know, we've got a big problem. Because uh, she basically just came out and said, hey, I don't believe that anymore. I was young, stupid, you know, whatever. She says, I was allowed to believe things that weren't true and I would ask questions and talk about them. And that is absolutely what I regret. If I weren't if it weren't for the Facebook posts and the comments that I liked in 2018, I wouldn't be standing here today, Green said. And you couldn't point a finger and accuse me of anything wrong because I've lived a very good life that I'm proud and my family's proud of. That's the quote I wanted to get to right there. So, um, you know, forgiveness doesn't seem to be in these people's makeup. Uh, it's It's... Find a flaw, continue to expose and uh, inflict pain on that flaw until it's the downfall and we get what we want. So um, Marjorie Taylor Greene for standing up to the committee and and saying what she said to them. She's my hero. She goes on Lead Force One. I had a great point I was going to make with that. It'll come to me in a minute. That's what I get for not yeah. writing stuff down. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I believe that, uh, yeah, it's, most people do not ever have conversations with people who have different opinions or thoughts than they do. Um, even on Facebook, you have your friends that are exactly the same and you, you keep hearing the same thing or seeing the same it's thing. It's just a sounding board. Over. Yeah, it's just a sounding board. It is. And, you know, until you actually, you know, have discussions with um, people that are different, 
right? During this election, I sought out people who had opinions that I just could not understand for the life of me, right? I mean, they honestly made no sense to me as an individual with my background. Right. And, you know, after you have that real discussion and you tell them how you feel, it's not about agreeing. It's just about, you know what? Maybe the next time I see a story or I see somebody who is saying something, I will understand why. Right? Right. Because nobody that voted for Biden can understand why anyone who voted for Trump voted for Trump today. And frankly, nobody that voted for Trump can understand why anybody voted for Biden. I mean, it's both ways. Yeah. Amazing how. How, how crazy that is. But, I mean, to have. But that's why we have that, that, you know, because because everybody doesn't see eye to eye, and they're not. Going they're to. never going to see eye to eye. And it's yeah. always it always seems like when it comes to politics, you're voting for the lesser of two evils. Because I don't agree with everything that the Trumps they call them the Trump supporters, the right, the Republicans, the conservatives. Yeah. I don't agree with everything that they have to say or do, but they they have more of my interest than the the lefts, the liberals, the mm-hmm. you know whatever they're labeled. Mm-hmm. You know, so w- with just two, you know, you feel right. you feel like you've got to go with the lesser two evils. So that's the biggest flaw of our system is two party system. We need to have an open system. That's absolutely right. And for people who live closer to the middle, there's really no choice. I mean, there there, there wasn't a choice this time, and, and it's really hard when you don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, when, when you believe one thing fiscally, one thing socially, or, or the, the other way around, it just, there, there's no place for you to go. Yeah. You just make the choice. And it, so, it so seems like it's food. always that. It's like half of the country for yeah. four years feels neglected and they're mad mm-hmm. and then the other half is you know they're fine they're good but then yeah. when it switches then that other half is ha- you know yeah, mad right. you know it just it flip-flops it switches it just seems like we can't get just like the perfect mix it's just unattainable yeah. seems like that's unattainable seems like it i agree so um did you have another hero you said you had a couple and one of them was the uh, habitat for humanity so definitely they get a ride on Lead Force One. Yeah, you know what? My other hero, um, my mentor recently recently passed away, and uh, his name was Sam Howard, and he was uh, an individual that uh, I when I came to Nashville, he kind of adopted me and, uh, you know, just gave me a whole lot of guidance at a time when I needed it. Uh, he's the reason I became an entrepreneur. He's the reason I um, really... Yeah, he just taught me a whole lot about honoring, honoring my word, honoring, you know, the things that you do, keeping your name uh, as uh, treating your name as your most valuable asset. And there, there are things that I could never, ever pay him for. So yeah. that's my that's, that's my hero. He did, just did amazing things for me and uh, things that I'll never, never, ever be able to repay. Fantastic. And what was his, what was Sam's last name? Uh, Howard. Sam Howard definitely Howard. has yeah. has earned Sam his owned, seat. Ninety two Q here in Nashville. He was just a very prominent figure here and on the healthcare company later on. Just a super human. Yeah. 
Well, he definitely will be honored on Lead Force One. So great nomination there. Mr. Sam Howard, welcome to Lead Force One. That reminds me a lot of my dad because that's that's what my dad instilled in me is like, you know, your reputation is everything. You know, your word, your name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So very good. No, so I just want to add that uh, all you lead heads that have signed up for the 212 training course are my heroes. So <laughs> look forward to meeting you at Royal Range USA, February 20th, 21st. And that's going to be a good time, like I mentioned earlier. So uh, you all get a ride on Lead Force One, too. There's another bonus that you get for signing up for <laughs> for the training course there. So, um, Alan, we were talking earlier about uh, your company, what Armor Concepts does. And we do this little segment on our show. It's called The Facts to Fight the Myth. And you've got a really good facts to fight the myth that I think will go in good to our our conversation here. So now it's time for the Talking Lead Facts to Fight the Myths. All right. So the myth uh, that that I have is, you know, people believe that uh, alarm systems um, keep them safe. People believe that the second someone triggers an alarm, the police are on their way. And the fact is that the average response time to a home alarm is 20 to 60 minutes, depending on where you are, or hours, depending on the next, the part of town you live in. Right. Um, and, you know, the reason is not that it has nothing to do with police. It has everything to do with the fact that police have other things to do. So 90% of, I think 95% of home alarms alarms are false alarms. And so the first thing that police believe is, okay, if your alarm goes off, it's a false alarm. And I can attest to that because my mom, (laughs) bless her heart, (laughs) sets her alarm off at least once a month. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like the security that, uh, the the call that's that the right. security company calls, and they're like, uh, "Sir, your mother's alarm is going off again. Could <laughs> could, could you check <laughs> yeah. on that, please?" And every time he's like, "Oh yeah, well, I lost my key, or I forgot the combo, or whatever, you know." Yeah. So, so people who believe that uh, an alarm is going to keep them safe in the event that, that someone is coming into their house, or even if they're not home, that's going to keep their their home safe. It's just. Uh, it's just a myth, and people that believe that the police are on their way right now—that is a dangerous myth that uh, that could really um, cost you. And I know that a yeah. lot of you have a lot of gun owners uh, on your show, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, there are um, some things you really need to think about when you hear a noise um, telling you that you're safe, right? Kind of goes to the uh, the old shotgun myth too that Biden uh, said a few years ago. You know, just just to cock that shotgun. You know, give it a couple of blasts out the back door, and that's going to scare them away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think a lot of people have forgotten that uh, that blurb that he that he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> noise noise is you know sometimes it, it is a deterrent. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, but it's, you know, it, it's another, it's another line of security, you know, right. uh, but you need to go deeper than that. And that's what armor concepts does. And you're talking about 
reinforcing entry points into yeah. into dwellings. And yeah. you know, this is something I, I think that we don't really think a lot about, but I mean I would say what thirty percent of a house is glass. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And wood. Um and and wood. And the, the the one thing that people don't think about, you know, we got started because we were renovating houses and people were just walking up to the door, kicking in the door and the second we walked away for the day, they'd kick in the door and steal our appliances and copper cabinets and everything else. <laughs> copper yeah. from running pipes. So the whole house was destroyed by water and everything else. And we just realized that until you stop someone from coming in, there's nothing you can do to uh, to protect the house. And so our, our first product was, was really not designed to be a product. We, we never actually decided it or started out to start a company doing this. We just wanted to keep people out of our house. You know, we found that when, you, when we stopped people from kicking in the door, a lot of people weren't breaking windows and coming in because even if you come in through a window, you have to go out through a door. And if you're at home, glass makes a whole lot more noise than kicking the door. And it's, it's something that a lot of people don't realize. If you're at home and you hear and your neighbor has their door kicked in, you're probably going to think that someone slammed a car door. It, it, it doesn't make that much noise. Right. If someone breaks a glass, everything stops. Like being in a restaurant. Glass breaking someone, has a, uh, it's, it's an alarmist yeah, sound. Stops. Absolutely. And so um, as much glass as houses have, that, that is most thieves' um, least attractive way to get into a house. Right. They'll draws attention. Yeah. Um, they'll come in through uh they'll, they'll come in through an open door. They'll you know, they want the path of least resistance. But the first thing they're gonna do is try a door. Right? It's you you have to um, if you're gonna come into a house, it's the easiest way in. It takes about ten seconds, right? Mm -hmm. It takes zero skill. Kicking in a door it takes zero skill right. and you're inside. But let's face can, it too. Criminals aren't the smartest people in the world either. And it's, it's human nature. It's like, I want to get in there. What's your first thing? I go to the door. Yeah. It's right. the entry point. Let's go to the door. Yeah. Plus if you walk in through a door, you are not at a disadvantage. If you're going to climb in through a window um, and anyone is home, if you're a homeowner trying to protect your house, you, you should pray that someone tried to come in through a window. Because they have to climb in through the window, right? Right. It, it is not their hands natural. are busy, their feet are busy, <laughs> their mind, you their eyes. Yeah, they're distracted. You just walk in just like you, you ordinarily would, and, and at that point, you're kind of at an advantage because you have the element of surprise. Ten seconds, you're watching TV. Someone's in your house. Okay, they know where they are. You don't know where they are at that moment and, and you, you may or may not know where your firearm is at, at that moment and you know if they break a window you know exactly where they are it's going to take them longer to get in well they're, plus they're the the you know the glass you know they, they don't want to get cut you break it you break a window you're going to get cut Correct. climbing through it getting through it or reaching in to unlock it and open it that's exactly right yeah they don't want that's that 
like I said, criminals aren't they aren't the smartest, they're not the bravest, they're cowards for the most part. You know, for the most part. They they do not want a confrontation. Nope. The, the vast majority of them. Mm-mm. Ever. Yeah. So with your product, uh, talk about how you reinforce the the doors and, and the windows. Talk about how this product is applied for the additional yeah. protection. So, so door armor is is our is the product that we're best known for. And door armor is it's available in Lowe's, it's available in uh, on Amazon and uh, Menards for the for the people in the Midwest and uh, a, a lot of other places. But the, the, the way it works is it's a, a set of uh, plates, um, a set of steel plates that you uh, basically screw into the existing door frame. So it reinforces all the weak points on a door that will break when they're kicked, and it makes it so they, they don't break. So the, the lock area on the jam, the lock area on the door itself, and then uh, the area, your hinges in the area around the so when someone goes to kick, it's like they're kicking a, a steel door, a door frame, and uh, it, it just doesn't happen. It's we, bad we on the knees, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is bad on the knees. The knees it, and the ankles and the hips. Yeah. I've got hip problems yeah. here recently, so I couldn't kick in a door right now. But, <laughs> That's um, right. It's so talk about the weak points of, of a door. I mean, you've got typically you've got the three hinges, uh, and then you've got – the knob, and then the deadbolt above the knob, and you usually have like a lock on the knob and a lock on the deadbolt. So talk about where, where are these weak points on the door? Yeah, so so the key weak point on the door, the area that breaks, you know, ninety percent of the time, ninety five percent of the time, if you kick a door, is right there where the deadbolt goes into the door frame. And what happens is you you have a metal deadbolt, you have a door frame that is, again, your your doors look like they're really stout and secure your your door frame is about half an inch of soft pine wood and so when someone kicks the door that just splinters and and pops open which is why why it's so easy to kick in what we found is if you only reinforce that point which you know was the first thing that we did if someone kicks the door then the door itself will split a lot of people say well i have a steel door 99% 99% of the steel doors that people have are styrofoam with a very thin steel plate on, yeah. on each side and, and, and a wood core. So when you kick that, and if you've got steel on one side and your, your door is is not reinforced, the edge of your door is not reinforced, the edge of the door just, the door just splits in half and, and someone walks in anyway. Yeah. And we just found out the hard way you know, if you reinforce the uh, the jam and the door area, then anyone with, with half a brain goes and takes two steps over and kicks the door off the hinges. Yeah. And we had that happen, which is why we started uh, reinforcing the hinges. And one of the things I, I want to make sure that people understand, one of the objections we always get, especially um, as it comes to gun owners, is, you know, people always talk about, well, I have a gun. I don't need to do this. I, you know, and probably not your listeners, but a lot of people who really don't think about, you know, you talk about the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does it mean to have more time? Right. I'm a gun owner. I mean, 
we support guns and everything that the Second Amendment means, right? But right. at the end of the day, if someone's walking in your house in five to ten seconds, most people I know not keep a loaded firearm on their person when they're at home at night watching whatever show it is you're watching. Sure. All right. Or um, by your, you know, under your pillow at night, you know, there's certain people to do, but it, 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 what we're talking about is just giving you the time to make the decision to do what you feel like you need to do. So the, have you done any studies as how quickly it takes to kick in a door? Yeah, it, it's less than 10 seconds. It's like 10 seconds. Somebody could kick the door in, boom. By the time, you know, your brain, you know, processes right. what's going on, you know, it's yeah. too late most times. Right. Because a lot of people, you yeah. know, their door's right there by their living room where they're watching TV, where they're doing whatever. Or if you're in bed, you know, if it's at night. Um, but, you know, time, like you said, time gives you everything. Time is everything. So it, get, it gets you that opportunity to call the police, call 911. As you're going to get your gun, if you don't already have it on your person, if you've got it in a safe, time to you know do the combo, boom, boom, boom. Get yeah. your get your family, you know, in the the safe space, which you know you should have you should have a plan, you know. So right. whatever your plan is, you know, everybody meet in this room, go here, do this, whatever it may be. Uh, it gives you more time to execute your your preparedness plan, whatever that may be. And then, exactly and, right. and then, like we were telling, we were talking. Also, it gives that criminal time to think about what well, do I want to continue with this too. That's because right. with your system, and I'm sure you've probably done studies with that too. It, how, does it, it doesn't completely stop them, but it slows them down, right? Well, I mean, we've not had uh, our system breached ah. um, by our system. We've been doing this for 15 years, and we haven't had our system fail. Now, we've actually had people like the whole door will actually break. Mm -hmm. um, but if someone spends, you know, someone has an hour to get into your house. Pull a Jack Nicholson in The Shining and <laughs> come through the door. Yes. <laughs> they, they will get in, right? Someone that really. Somebody wants in, they're going to get in. Yeah. They're going to get in. But you. If they're in, if it takes them half an hour or an hour to get in versus ten seconds to get in, if you're home or if your family's at home, that extra twenty thirty whatever the time yeah. is um, is going to give them the opportunity or you the opportunity to again have a plan. What right? kind of By force? Time, what kind of force will your um, uh, your reinforcements withstand? You know, we, we actually get asked that question a lot, and it's one that I really don't answer because it, we can't answer it. And the reason we can't answer it is because whenever you whenever you break something or try to break something, you've got to have other components that are stronger than what you're trying to break. Mm -hmm. And every time we've tested our product at, you know, 4,000, you know, foot-pounds of core, whatever you want to say, it, it's... The, the lock will, the lock is broken. And then we've tested, you know, against a whole lot of different locks. Um, they've broken. 
so we've had police uh, battering ram, you know, tested, and you know they weren't able to do to to to, to break it. We've had uh, firemen, fire, you know, all these people right. like that have taken as much force as they could put to it, and they weren't able to do it. State Farm Insurance did a test on it uh, a number of years back, and they weren't able to break it, and and their lock broke. So. Um, I, nice. I could, you know, like a lot of people, I, I could tell. But there are other, about. there are other, um, factors that come into play too, is, is, you know, the door, what's your door frame made out of, how old is it, you know, is it, you know, decayed, rotted, you know, versus different. So there's other yeah. things that come into play. Yeah. So the, the, the frame, once you, once you have the door armor on your door, the frame really isn't a concern. So the, the frame could have already been kicked in. So if you've had a door that's been kicked in, you can put this on it, and, and it's not going to get kicked in again. You could have a frame that's been rotted. So Fannie Mae actually uh, mandates our, our stuff on a lot of their foreclosed properties because nice. it just stops people from breaking in and stealing their stuff like they were stealing ours. Yeah. But um, the, the thing that's probably the weakest link uh, is the door itself. So, you know, we, we recommend that if you're concerned about security, you just have a, a regular steel frame, this steel door, not a steel door frame. Steel door frames are going to cost you a thousand plus dollars. Um, but just a regular door at a Home Depot or Lowe's that, that has a steel steel front on it. And uh, that, that'll that work. And then that's what most houses have anyway. Yeah. So if you have a wood door, you know, again, we've had people that have, you know, kicked holes in like the bottom of the door and have, and have actually gotten into a house. Yeah. We've had people, you know, just tear the hole, you know, again, put holes in, in different parts of the door and, and get in. Like I said, if someone has enough time, they'll, they'll figure out. Yeah, especially if they in. think it's not occupied, you know, that's, yeah, definitely. You know, that's when definitely. they'll, that's when they'll break windows, you know, and just do stuff like that because, you know, nobody's here. Nobody's going to hear me kind of thing. Um, but this, this is also good for your, your, uh, other doors as well, because, you know, criminals don't typically will go to the front door because they don't want to be seen. So they'll go around back or, you know, something like that. So, you know, these, sure. your systems for all, all doors. Yeah. And, and door armor, it's not expensive. Door armor is $89 at, uh, at Lowe's. Um, is that for the whole, our, like, the whole three? Yeah, that's for the whole kit. Yeah, that's, that's for the whole kit. Um, we ship nationally as well but the one thing that uh that, that i always like to tell people is when you're thinking about securing your house the the goal is not to create a fortress that no one is going to get in as i've said several times if someone really wants to get into your house and have enough time they're going to get in they can cut a hole through the wall they can if they're creative enough they can find a way to get in the fact is that criminals are one not that smart, you know. Mission Impossible. That, it, <laughs> that, that is not yeah. what what most criminals are. Ethan and Hunt's two, not coming to rob your house. <laughs> that's right. And, and, and two, they don't want to get caught. So the fact that they're standing outside kicking on a door ten times, that is going to start getting attention, right? right. That's going to going to start drawing attention, and. You know, what I tell people all the time is if I'm, you know, that the whole 
the old adage, if I'm being chased by a dog, or if you and I are being chased by a dog, I don't have to be faster than the dog. Right? <laughs> I don't have to be faster than you. Right. And being hey. faster than you when it comes to home security is, you know, making sure that your house is a harder target than sure. the house next door, houses next door. And this is Criminal a layer, and, you, and you've mentioned this. This is just, this is a, another layer of security. The, right. the alarm systems... He's not saying don't get the alarm yeah. system. Our alarm systems serve a purpose. They're great, it's especially for something like this when somebody's trying to get in, yes. buys more time. The more deterrence you've got, light systems that come on, flash and noise systems that come on. Uh, dogs. Dogs. You know, they're not going to stick around unless this person, like he says, is hell-bent on getting in your house and doing harm to you and your family. Uh, they're going to they're gonna bolt. Now let's you know we've done the scenario of you being home, but this you know you when you're not home, you know again another great deterrent. It's going to wake up the neighbors, you know all this noise, all this commotion, and they don't want that attention, and they're going to bolt. That's exactly right. And one of the one of the conversations that that I often have with with gun owners, um, and this is typically typically male gun owners, is. I don't worry about someone breaking into my house because I have a gun and I know how to use it. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely fine. But as, as I talk about the time, the time is one thing. The, the, the bigger thing for me as a father, I have four kids and I travel. So I might have a gun. I might know how to use that gun. But it ain't where it needs but to be. <laughs> I am in... California and my family is in Nashville and there's someone trying to break into my house. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing I can do at that moment. Does my wife know how to use it? Not really. Um, do my kids know how to use it? No. We need to fix and that. So what do we what are we doing? Right? Yeah, yeah, we do need to fix that. Yeah. But, but again, yeah, know, we get your, you get your point. I mean, you're not always gonna be there with your gun when uh, an intruder you know, decides to make their, and, and nine times out of 10, they don't want you to be there and they probably know right. you're not there because they've been casing it out potentially. Right. They, they know your, right. your movements. So, um, just like you, you're saying, uh, you know, I've done real estate for 20 years and you know, I've seen it more times than not on, uh, you know, these investment properties where they know the house is, is empty. You know, they've been watching That's these right. crews come in and renovate it and, and and a lot yeah. of times it's somebody on the crew too. That that's, uh, <laughs> that's right. That's 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 robbing it too. But that's another story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, but as we're talking about, you know, self responsibility, home preparedness, uh, and all this came about, you know, when when the mobs were going around the neighborhoods and yeah. and rioting, and you know, people were fearing for their lives. You know, we thought we'd kind of do a series on, you know, things that you can do um, mm -hmm. not only with your neighbors, but also, you know, personally inside your home, fortify your home, be safe, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I think this is a great additional safety measure deterrent that you can install on your house. And you have them for Windows also, is that right? Yeah, so we are in the process of... Uh of launching the, a windows a security window screen line okay. it's in conjunction with a partner of ours windows are 
more difficult. Doors are way easier because doors are typically the same when it comes to uh, to specs. Yeah, windows are all different sizes. So yeah. now our our you know door armor will work on you know ninety five percent of doors, and then the five percent that it doesn't work on, we have another you know variation that that it will work on. Windows, a thirty six inch window for Anderson is completely different dimensions than a thirty six inch window for Pella. Gotcha. Right. So um, that is more difficult. We have, there's some easy things that you can do for windows. And those are the things we talk to people about. Yeah. If someone's going to break the window and come into your house, they're typically going to break a pane, try to unlock it and slide it up. And, and there's a technique called pinning a window where you can just drill into the frame, put some nails into the, into the, but that's the a hole, fire hazard then at that point, right? And they can't get in. Well, the thing about doing that is. Well, I say fire hazard, it's against it fire codes. Bigger. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's just making it, making the hole big enough so that you can can pull it out. So those those are the issues that you have with windows. Yeah. Um, again, the, the the screens that we were talking about, and, and it's way more expensive too. I mean, so another the that we have. Very yeah, another point of entry um, that thieves like to to hit. It's the garage door. Do you guys have a solution for the garage door yet? Yeah, we're we're actually working with a partner on that one too. Okay. So there's a product called Garage Door Armor. That uh, if someone is going to break into a garage door, most of the times it's yeah, it's with a garage door opener, and they will reach up with a tool and basically unlatch the uh, the, the the pulley, the pulley cable yeah. and uh, and just open. And so we, we certainly do have something like that, but we always encourage people to secure whatever door is going between the house and the garage. All right. At the end of the day, you don't want your tools and stuff to be stolen out of the garage, sure. but you'd rather for them be in the garage than be in your house. So, right. Yeah. Very good. One of the other things that we, uh, we're, we're in the process of launching right now is, uh, we, we have our safe room, uh, solution. So safe room. Um, okay. Do tell. Safe room. Do tell. Yeah. So, um, the, the issue with many interior doors, most interior doors on your house are hollow. All right. So as long as we've been in business, we, we've never, um, talked about. The, the, the concept of securing a door that's hollow. Um, but what we've realized is every house really does need a fallback room. And so our safe room solution is for, you know, doors, um, where you can replace a door on your house. It can be a closet door. It can be your master bedroom door with, uh, a deadbolt because you, you need a deadbolt if you're going to be safe. And, you can use this again, once, once again, to just buy more time, right? So someone may kick through the middle of the door, but again, if you have a gun and someone puts their foot in the door and they can't get the door open, that's the time when you tell them, I have a gun and I'm prepared to use it. And they, they start to retreat. Yeah. Again, they, they, they don't want, they, they most teams do not want a conversation. 
And uh, if you can do that, then then you can avoid the confrontation. But Smart Room package is uh, again, it's less than a hundred bucks, and would just um, be the same. We'll is it changing out a, a door? Are you putting a metal door on there? or No. So th- this is for houses that don't want to put change out a door and put a metal door on. Okay. This so it's is for the, a hollow door it, solution. Yeah. This is for a basic a basic door on your on your house, yeah. uh, on the interior of your house. The, the best thing to do is to replace one interior door on your house with an exterior door. And fortify that with the, the door armor solutions that we're talking about. That, 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 that's the best, um, the, the most um, secure way of creating a safe place or a safe room sure. in your house. It's, it's, it's really not expensive. I mean, you, you could do all of that. Um, if you do, if you install the door yourself, you have to take the, uh, the, the sill on the bottom off. But you, you could do all of that for, you know, two hundred dollars. Yeah. So it, it's not you know super inexpensive uh, solution for yeah. peace of mind. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, we have, we have a lot of people that do that. Yeah. So with the with the hollow door solution, what it what does it entail? So the hollow door solution, we have uh, again what we call our safe room um, jam shield. And it comes with a with a door shield that goes on on the door to prevent the door from splitting as well. And the safe room bundle comes with a product that's called the night lock, which actually screws into the floor. Um, ah, okay. It actually screws into the floor and acts as a barricade for the door. So, and even if someone kicks through the door, that you can't get the door open. You, right. they, they've got to figure out a different way to get the door actually open, uh, even, even if they kick through it. Yeah. So it will so again, buy you time. Uh, time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is not going to. It's not going to stop. Um, so you're selling yeah. time, is what you're selling. <laughs> That's, you know, time. You know, time is the one thing you can't get back. Yeah. And, it's the uh, most valuable it, thing there is. Is the most valuable, and really, in any situation when it comes to your safety. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So our listeners uh, can go to your website, which is? Armorconcepts.com. That's A-R-M-O-R concept.com. And we have a, uh, a special um, promotion code for you guys. Oh, Leadhead, uh, Leadhead Brigade special discount code? That's right. So <laughs> we're going to do Talking Lead. Sweet. Right? All one word. And uh, two five because we're giving all your listeners a twenty five percent discount as awesome. they uh, as they go to the site. And so, do you ship nationwide? And, uh, we don't ever give more than that. So that's we ship nationwide. Nationwide, yeah, there you go, Leadheads. This is your opportunity yeah. to take that uh, self responsibility to the next level. Fortify your home. I'm going to get one of those um, safe room kits. I think that's pretty cool. Absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. I like that idea. Yeah. So, um, you know, for, for people that are that are concerned about it, there, there's always skepticism. And again, we, we, we've been doing this. I've been doing this for going on 17 years now. We're, you can check out our Amazon reviews, but we're very highly reviewed on Amazon. Um, we've been on the news. We've had all kinds of does it work tests done, you know, the 
we've never actually created a, a demonstration video for our product. We've had a lot of them done for us by different people that didn't believe that. No bet. So, um, you know, very, very confident, and, and you should be able to uh, to have confidence in, in what we're doing and that it works. This is it, it's made in America. We are not. We do not import anything. We have, uh, you know, we create jobs and and uh, have a mission of creating now, jobs here in Middle Tennessee. So, and you're based out of Nashville, here here in Middle Tennessee, and but uh, you're nationwide. And like you said, you're in some of the major box stores like Lowe's, Home Depot. In, you know, we're in uh, Home Depot Pro. Uh, yeah. Menards, which we don't have those here in this area, but I have seen Menards around the country. Uh, yeah. Those type, but go to their website, check out their their products there, and use the code Talking Lead twenty five. You get twenty five percent off. Is that anything they order on there? Is anything they order on the site? Very nice, very nice. I like that. And there's yeah. and like you said, there are some videos on there, and there's a guy with a big. Uh, uh, one of those battering rams looks like he's getting ready to tear into your door. I see a video there, uh, yes, uh, of that too. So, yeah, Lowe's, yeah. Menards, Home Depot Pro, and you take all major forms of payment. Looks like there, so there's no excuse, leadheads. Fortify your houses today with uh, the Armor Concepts uh, door. What do you call them? Door armor. Door armor. Door armor. Right. I like that. Very good. So we do this thing with our new guest, Alan, and we okay. call it. And you said you listened to the the previous episode, so you kind of get an idea uh, what what I'm going to hit you with. But I may have to mix it up to throw you off a little bit. Uh, we were talking a little bit off air, and you know you've got you've got some. Uh, athleticism in you your former athlete there at uh, vanderbilt university commodores yes sir very prestigious ivy league school so not only you know are you an athlete but you're smart and that shows i guess with your your business here that you've started but uh, did you say you majored in um banking is that what it was finance yeah so i went to uh Vanderbilt in the early 90s and uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, to get a football scholarship to play there and had a, had a pretty good career there I still I set uh, several sack records at Vanderbilt ah um, defense career sack records and they still stand or were you the quarterback and you set the record for sack <laughs> yeah right um yeah, I mean it is Vanderbilt. But, uh, Come on, <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to bust your chops. That is absolutely. I love Vanderbilt. I love Vanderbilt. They do it in uh, in economics and organizational development, and I, and I got my MBA uh, from Vanderbilt as well while while I was playing football there. So I graduated early, had a year, two years eligibility left, and and was able to to do that. So that was, that was uh, super fortunate. I have. Uh, Nothing but gratitude for for my institution. Um, wish we would have won more games. Well, but, yeah, uh, we all I, do. I great run and, and opportunity there. Um, and love playing football. Did messed around with it for a little while after that. Was, was played in 
Europe for a while with the Scottish Claymores and the American Scottish uh, Claymores. <laughs> and uh, then came back and, and spent a season with the Jets and bounced around a little bit after that with the Chiefs and the 49ers. So what years were you in the NFL? What range? Really, one full year was in 1995. 1995? And then part of 96 and part of 97. I got hurt in 97 and decided to get a real job. What was your position? I was defensive end. Defensive end. Okay. So how tall are you? I, you know, coming into college, I thought I was 6'4". <laughs> and I thought I was 6'4". Um, during my career. Yeah. I am six two and a half. And, <laughs> so you uh, got the real numbers, huh? I got the real number when I was when I was going through all the uh, the pro stuff. And uh right now I weigh way considerably a lot more than I did then. But uh I played it. I mean you two, look you four, look Schvelt, so Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not uh, the weight definitely redistributes itself to get older. <laughs> Over the years, yeah. <laughs> What years were you at Vanderbilt? Eighty-nine to ninety-three. Okay, that we were in college the same the same time. I was uh, MTSU. Oh, cool. We probably have some uh, some common acquaintances. Probably, I, I, yeah. I, would, I would think so. Yeah. the The first question of my new guys is, and you're your firearm owner. What's your earliest memory or recollection of? shooting a firearm oh boy um yeah I, I grew up in woodstock new york so we were outside a lot i think the first time i actually shot a gun that was not a pellet or bb gun mm-hmm. probably nine or ten um used to go rabbit hunting with my my father and and he had a shotgun he'd yeah let me it hurt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I remember, you know, we had a twenty-two also that uh, we used to, you know, shooting shooting squirrels with. But um, was this in New York when you did this? Yeah, that's in New York. Okay. Um, and actually, probably before that, I, you know, I used to go. We used to go hunting with with pellet guns when I was young. I lived in Brookfield, Connecticut. Those count. Cow pasture. Um, <laughs> And uh, so we'd go out and and shoot Just plank around. Then, yeah. Do you? Uh, so was the shotgun your father's shotgun? I take it. Yeah, the shotgun was my father's, and yeah. I, I have not owned a another shotgun since since I've got grown. That just I, I, you were I traumatized know. from that first experience, right? <laughs> no, not at all. I typically shot a lot. It's probably day. a twelve gauge, wasn't it? I um yeah. Yeah, and I don't know what I was thinking shooting um, that. Toughen you up, toughen you yeah. up. You're Absolutely, probably, you're probably big though at, at ten or twelve though. You know, probably bigger than normal yeah. Although I was always a pretty big kid. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you still have that shotgun? Does your dad still have it? He still has it. Actually, actually my mom still has. It. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be he a nice little piece it. of memorabilia for you to keep. Yeah. At some point, I'll bring it. Uh, have you got? I, I live in. Yeah. Have you got children? I do. So I have four. I have uh, three girls and a boy. Uh, the oldest is twenty-two, uh, twenty-two, actually twenty-four, twenty-four, twenty-two, seventeen, and fifteen. So my boy's the youngest. Okay. 
And, uh, it's about time to take him yeah. rabbit hunting. <laughs> I know it. I know it. He has again, he has pellet guns and and all that, and he does the yeah, the airsoft stuff. But uh, have not taken him to the range or, or any real shooting. We'll bring bring them all out to Royal Range when you come visit us uh, into the month. For our- I, no, my wife's been been on me to get her into uh, into shooting, so she will she will love it. He will have a conniption when I tell him about it. <laughs> So, <laughs> it'll be a good yeah, time yeah. definitely yeah so so being um in in the sports athletics um and and i've done it all my life too you know it it builds a certain character you know in a in a person you know mm-hmm. what's what's one of the would you say one of the key things that has stuck with you over the years in team sports being a part of teams i'm sure you've done it all your life too i'm sure you did it in peewee and high school and um there's two things that stick with me about team sports the the first thing is you're only as strong as the weakest part of the team you can score 50 points if they score 55 you still lose the game um and two uh the, the, the one quote that I've always kept from my college coach, Jerry Donardo, is it doesn't matter how hard you work if you lose. Um, I, I don't subscribe to the uh, everyone gets a trophy philosophy. If it doesn't matter if you win, why do you keep score? And uh, exactly. That's <laughs> the biggest thing of course to me is, you know what, you can – I can play a great game. If the team doesn't play a great game, it doesn't matter. If the team plays a great game and I don't play a great game and we win, I'm much happier than uh, the other way around. Yeah. And so that's the thing about team sports. Um, that, 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 that's just way different, especially with I mean, football. I think it takes it to a probably the most, um, the most quintessential team sport because. Yeah. One guy really can't win a football game, especially as you start getting to the to the upper levels. Right? If you have a great running back without a line, he's not going to do much. If you have a great quarterback with no receivers, um, you know Brady kind of dispels that. <laughs> yeah, he's point. he's an alien. Um, you, you're probably not going to win the game, and uh, you have a great defense and not a good offense. You're probably not going to win if you have a great offense and lousy defense you're 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 not gonna win so yeah that's and the reason you know i make that you don't have a law enforcement or military background correct do not okay and i don't either uh but i do deal a lot with law enforcement military and you know i think they have that same team mentality you know that we developed as athletes you know playing baseball playing football you know, that that right. that and and the bonds that you you develop you know with your teammates is you no. know it's it's a different kind of bond you know and it, and they're lifelong they are they are there's something about sacrificing um and doing things that other people frankly just aren't willing to do to get to some place where you reach a common goal that will um 
solidify a bond more more than anything else that you can really do. Right. Um, yeah, and, and it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain to people that haven't done it. Um, you know, people in the military, I think, would really understand. I always try to hire military people with military back. I, I love hiring, you know, vets because it's the exact same thing. I love hiring vets and I love hiring athletes because Absolutely. they and a different level of commitment and pain and struggle than the average person. And again, at the end of the day, it, again, nothing matters but winning. Military, that means something way different than it does in sports. Sure. But it, it, it's a very, very similar, um, very, very similar feeling that you, you go through something, you go through an experience, and you make it out of that experience. And, and that's why there, I, I brought that up because you do, and you, you make it a point on your website uh, to point that out, that you do hire former military, law enforcement, athletes. Uh, those, those are kind yeah. of the, uh, the personalities that you're looking for for your company. So I, I yeah, thought that was awesome. Absolutely. I like that. So when it comes to pop culture, whether it's a, a movie, a book, TV show, uh, uh, social media, YouTube, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What is your go-to? It's kind of like your escapism. Um, God, I'm such a nerd. Video I, game. I, it could be video games, comic books. I watch documentaries. I, I love documentaries. <sighs> Dude, I do too. Um, love documentaries. And, uh, about everything. You know, <laughs> about everything. Yeah. I watch them about music. I just watched the, the Woodstock documentary. Um, Jimi Hendrix and all of that. You know, Steve Jobs and entrepreneurs and different historical figures. Uh, Churchill and, you know, I watch World War II documentaries. Oh, I, yeah. I love history and seeing how there's something about those serial killer documentaries too. I've been getting into some of those too. Yeah. I mean, just trying to understand what, what makes someone do that and how, how Bundy one, did you see the Bundy one yet? I did. Yeah. It's like you said, it's like, wow. (laughs) And the Unabomber one, that was a good one. I've not seen that one. That's a good one. I have not. Um, but yeah, I, I I like watching things that are going to teach me something um, that I didn't know or that I thought I knew. Yeah, like watch Jimi Hendrix documentary and understanding how he died. I haven't seen that whole, one yet. I gotta watch that. Yeah, there's a whole documentary about like his 24 hours and all of the things that you've been told about how he died and it was a struggle because it wasn't a struggle. He drowned. So, yeah, it, it, it's you, you always there's always something to learn and to the point. Going back to the point that you started with, if you don't take the time to learn for yourself and seek out um, answers, you just go through life believing the things that you've been told, which yeah. oftentimes are not true, right? I mean, I've you're just a puppy on a leash, man. You know, watch documentaries on veganism and and other things that 
you know, I may not, I may or may not agree with, but you, you watch it and it's like, okay, these are things that I, I was going to ask, are you a vegan? <laughs> I am not a vegan. I, I like vegetables, chicken. but you know, I like my, my steaks too. You know, I just had me a big medium rare steak last night. So. I do. If I could, I, I always joke with my kids, if I could be a vegetarian, I could probably pull it off. A vegetarian. A man after my own heart. Yeah. I'll, it just it just makes everything better. I don't know why. It just I don't know. So I saw everything this. I saw this. I don't know if it's fake news or not, but somebody had sent me a text the other day, and it was bacon flavored Oreos. Is that real or is that fake? Oh wow! Have you seen those? That might be fake. I've never seen that. Okay, I was thinking yeah, it was not, probably not. made up, but I was like, this is too good to be true. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that that it gets any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon flavored Oreo. Come on, I gotta have that in my life, definitely. So, what is your next thing that you're eyeballing? That's like, as soon as I get the time, I'm gonna head out and I'm gonna buy this. What's what's the next thing you're gonna purchase? Um, I actually, uh, I actually need to buy another car. Okay, um, looking at some some rides, some new rides. Yeah, and uh, what are you eyeballing? You know what? I'm I'm so cheap. I, I always buy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I always, but um, I, I've been looking at the the, the Cadillac EQ6, which I like, and um, I, I love a, I'm a car person. I'm not I'm not a I'm not an SUV person. People always expect okay. me to, to be in guy and I, I like sedans i have a hyundai equus right now so like you like the land yachts, um, huh? i i do i like the big uh land yacht so i'm thinking about that ct6 and i'm i'm thinking about the uh the the genesis g90 which is another big one is that a cadillac no that's a uh it's actually a hyundai which is uh i've looked at looked at bmws and and, and all the other ones, and I, the thought of paying as much as I need to pay to to uh, <laughs> maintain a BMW. It, it, it I'm just telling you, man, me. you take one in the so, shop. Whew. Yeah, so I was looking at get the X6, and I used to be I, a, a Beamer. I still like Beamers, but I mean that yeah, used to be all I, I would like, own was, was Beamers and that whole maintenance thing. It just it just like now I grew up. Um, my mom. And I don't know if it was more my mom or my dad, but they were Cadillac people. And we always had those big, you know, yeah. big boat Cadillacs that, <laughs> right. that we'd ride right. around I, in. I got a big Dodge Ram diesel pickup truck that uh, that I'll, I will never get rid of. It's a 96 and it's in great shape. And I'll drive it around, but it fits so hard to park. And oh, everything. yeah. So um, uh, I've got a 90, 98 Yukon that. Uh, it just, I love it. Yeah, it's easy to work on. It, you know, it's a tank. It yeah. runs forever. Absolutely, the diesel, everything else will fall apart before it ever stops running. I keep saying it's just getting broken in good. Yeah, So money be damned, laws be damned. What would you own? Oh, money be damned. Laws be damned. Laws be damned. Um. 
let's see. Um, oh, wow. Uh, probably an, an AMG, uh, a Mercedes AMG 63. <laughs> so you are a car person. You're going right to a car. <laughs> you could own yeah. anything. You could own anything in the world, and you're going to get a, a Mercedes. <laughs> I would, I would, as far as cars go, yeah, that that is probably what I would, uh, what I'd buy. Okay. Just, that was it. I mean, you like yeah. what you like, right? Yeah, you know what? You like I, what you like. Yeah. There's no accounting for people's taste. Everybody's different. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. So next question is, if you could spend the day... And I usually say the range, but it could be if you're just going to spend the day with somebody. Let's say you were going on a road trip, um, and you had your big land yacht, you know, your brand new big Cadillac. You could seat eight people in there. Uh, <laughs> who would you, who would you take along with you? They could be living, they could be dead, they could be fictional. Be one person, could be a group of people. Who would you like to take with you? Oh, wow. Um. That's a question I wasn't prepared to answer. Uh, yeah. So you're driving uh, from Tennessee this, to Vegas. The, the first person that came to my mind, honestly, was uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama, okay. Um, Interesting cat. Because the, I, I think he's, I, I would, there was questions I would love to ask him about. Um, off the record what it was like to be in that position yeah um the truth for for a lot of different reasons yeah i I would love to understand that and you know why he made certain decisions why he didn't make certain decisions all all of it i I think that would be really um really interesting people always say martin i i don't i wouldn't say him i would say i'll probably say someone like um, Bob Marley is someone that came into this. Bob Marley, <laughs> you have to roll the windows down. <laughs> I, I would have to roll the windows down, but he is. Uh, that would be interesting. An, yeah, and an interesting, um, just super interesting on the. Uh, now, would you take this um, uh, Mitchell Bannister? And then maybe Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs? <laughs> yeah. That would be, yeah. you'd have some so, very intellectual those, those conversations. Are, be a really interesting conversation. That's a good mix. I like that. I would go on that road <laughs> trip with you. Definitely. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know. So um, the, the Super Bowl is coming up. Mm-hmm. And, and you being a former professional football player, Tampa Bay and Kansas City are playing. Who's your pick and why? Oh, boy. Um, this is a tough game for me to pick. I, I actually believe that Kansas City is a better football team. Yeah. I do. I think that they have a better football team. I think that they have better speed. I think that they have a whole lot of things that makes it very hard to match up. And I think they're very well coached. Um, with that set being said, uh-huh. <laughs> historically, um, on games like this, where you've had super powerful offenses and teams that have 
been sound defensively. Um, I, I, I there's something in me that says that that the Buccaneers are going to win this game, not because they're a better team, but because one they have Tom Brady. Yeah. And which this is his ways. this is tenth Super Bowl. I think so. He just finds ways to win. Tenth Super Bowl in twenty twenty years. Yeah, and, and every time they've, they've won, it's been against the team, or every time he has won, it's been against a team that's frankly been better. Than every time he's lost, he's lost with a better team. Right. In my opinion. So. Um, I think he's going in with that that vendetta though too, that chip on his shoulder to prove that yeah. it wasn't Belichick, it's it was him. Yeah, that's right. I, I also think that uh, you know personally, you know Shelton Quarles, who I played with in at Vanderbilt, is the Buccaneers head of uh, I think player development or player personnel. So I'm rooting for him, and then we have Keyshawn Vaughn on the bus. So. I mean, home, homeboy didn't get you tickets to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what? I uh, I could probably have gotten tickets. I wouldn't. I I just probably wouldn't go. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to, and I I wouldn't. I mean, uh, are they even allowing people to go? I don't know. Well, they they actually the stadium is half full. Um, I think they're allowing half of the half capacity, and there's there's a lot of restrictions. All of the all of the events, I've, I've only been to one Super Bowl. I regretted never going when I played. I always sold my tickets. But um, I went to the Super Bowl where the Eagles beat the Patriots. Oh, okay. Cool. And uh, my father's a lifelong Patriot, uh, lifelong Eagles fan, uh, born and raised in Philadelphia. Or raised in Philadelphia. And uh, so we went up to Minnesota. And the, the thing about the Super Bowl that makes it awesome is not, I mean, it actually is terrible watching the games. But the events and everything else is it's a the lot. hoopla around it. It's all the stuff around it and, and doing all of that and seeing the players and I went you know, to the one down. with the Titans played the Chargers. I went to that Super yeah. Bowl. And that was yeah, yeah it's just like on you said, man, it was wasn't really the game until the till the end there, but uh it was yeah. just everything surrounding it and I think that's the one yeah. that when uh, – oh, what's his name stabbed that dude? The Baltimore – Oh, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis yeah. stabbed – I think that was that Super yeah. Bowl, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So there was yeah. a lot going on that Super Bowl. <laughs> there was. It was crazy. Was. But, uh, so your pick yeah, is I – mean, your heart is Kansas City. I'm going to pick Tampa Bay, and uh, it, it's kind of contrary. And again, I, I do believe that Kansas City is a better team, but – I, not going with a heart. Out. Not going with your heart, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go, Leadheads. Bet everything you got on Tampa Bay. <laughs> Allen guarantees it <laughs> that they are going yeah. to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I am not betting any money on this game. That's, and that's how and then take your winnings and go to uh, Armor Concepts' website. And buy your whole house, the armor, the door armor systems, and get 25% off using talking lead, all lowercase, right? That's right. Uh, you're going to get 25% off. Uh, your talking lead 2.5. 2.5. Talking lead 2.5. I'm sorry. Yes. Talking lead 2.5. Yeah. Yes. And you're going to get 25% off your order there. 
Uh, Alan, it's been great having you on. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to be on. Uh, give your website one more time, your social meds, all that. Yeah, so it is Armor Concepts. That's A-R-M-O-R Concepts.com uh, is the website. Um, our uh, social media is, is I believe, Facebook.ArmorConcepts.com or we're Armor Concepts. You search Armor Concepts on Facebook and, and, and we will come up. We have a pretty good following. Um, Twitter handle is uh is at armor concepts and uh linkedin is the linkedin at backslash armor concepts as well so um we we have them all covered uh again i i i really appreciate you uh having us having me on the show um oh, it's been a pleasure it, man again this is something that uh is is important you know your home security your home safety is extremely important. You shouldn't take it lightly. And the more layers that you can add to it, the better you're going to be off. And this is uh, uh, armor concepts is a layer that you don't want to uh, skimp on. Definitely your door, the entry point, like you said. I mean, that's that's the main target for those thieves. So check. That's right. You stop them. You know, you got to uh, uh, you you got to stop them at the point. It's like like in your car, you gotta fasten your seatbelt. That that that's the way that, that you gotta think about it. So, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Very good. Uh Leadheads, go and support those that make this show possible. Mission first tactical. Use the code Leadhead. You're gonna get twenty five percent off there on all your orders. Keltec weapons, go to your local gun store and see if they've got the P fifty in. They probably don't. Uh but put your name on a list. You get that new P fifty, the five seven uh, chambered pistol that they've got. Uh, and then, of course, they got awesome swag. Uh, they've got hats. They've got T-shirts. They've got flashlights. They used to have knives at Caltech too. I don't know if they still have knives or not, but uh, they've got an awesome swag um, store there on their website. Seal One, for all your gun cleaning and protecting needs, Seal One, all one product. Instead of having to use a whole bunch of different products to clean and protect your firearms, Seal One's got you covered with one product that does it all. Wipe it on, wipe it off, and you're set. Check them out at Seal One and use the code NOW, N-O-W, at Seal One, and you're going to get 25% off there, uh, any of your your, uh, orders from Seal One. Uh, Occam Defense Solutions, uh, they're going to be out at the uh, Royal Range, so if any of you leadheads, uh, maybe you didn't sign up for the class, but maybe you just want to come out, hang out, say hi. Come out to Royal Range February 20th through the 21st. Uh, Brian with Occam Defense Solutions. Uh, we're going to have his AK-47s, this the ODS-1775. I'm going to be running mine. I know Jared's going to have a couple of extra ones out there. And then Brian's going to be doing like an armorer's course section uh, for part of that that class too. So. Uh, go show them some love, Occam Defense Solutions. IWIUS, Factory 47, uh, all sponsors of the Talking Lead AK Corner, which is going to be coming up the 15th, new episode of the Talking Lead AK Corner. It's going to be a good one. You're not going to want to miss that. Uh, and then Factory 47 to get all the uh, uh, AK Corner swag, T-shirts, hoodies. Got my nice little highball glass here. 
Uh, I'm showing Alan from uh, Factory 47. We've got our AK corner engraved on there. Uh, we even have women's shirts uh, for that too. So go check them out at factory47.com. And there's a code there that you can use too. And I think it's Talking Lead or Leadhead. I can't remember which one those is, uh, which one it is. I think he did them both because I've said both. So <laughs> I think he just went ahead and set both codes up. Uh, Talking Lead or Leadhead, and you're going to get 10% off uh, at Factory 47. And please, please, please make sure you go visit our newest sponsor, Nemo Arms. Hit them up on their Instagram. Send them a message. Let them know how much you appreciate them joining the Leadhead Brigade family. Welcome them in. Roll out the red carpet. Let's just flood them with the Leadhead Brigade camaraderie. Show them what we're all about. Go show them all some love. Go show Alan some love at uh, Armor Concepts. You can go to their website. Again, it's armorconcepts.com. And he's got links to his Facebook, his Twitter, his uh, LinkedIn. Uh, it looks like he got a YouTube also. Uh, YouTube page and a Google Plus. And uh, let them know that you're part of the Leadhead Brigade and use that code. This is a great opportunity for you guys to go ahead and take that next step in your personal responsibilities and keeping your family and yourself safe. Alan, again, thank you so much for being on. Look forward to seeing you at Royal Range USA, February 20 through 21st as well. That's right. And thank you, Les. Yes, sir. And until then, Leadheads, as always, keep your loved ones close. And your firearm closer. Remember that door armor will give you the time you need if they're not close enough. <laughs>